Hello, everybody. This is Andy Claude Felter. Welcome back to 90s Court. Hello, this is Lisa Monahan. What up, guys? It is what up? so, so good to be back this week. Um, yes. Which I, and I'm just going to prepare you guys all real quick for a verbal statement that was made by Lisa Monahan this week, which was that I say? Qu- your exact quote was, this is the best. I- this is the best idea I've had this entire podcast. <laughs> yes. Well, it just it just came to me and I was like, holy it was Lisa. Shit. Lisa has had a has a, had a uh, spiritual awakening involving <laughs> involving the court case we'll be covering today. So needless to say, she is very excited about it. Um, and once I found out that that one of the things actually did take place in the 90s, I'm pretty excited about it, too. Um, Hell yeah. But other than podcast ideas, what have you been up to this week? Anything else exciting? No, it's, I mean, the end of storm season, not much going on. I've been really involved in my uh, Storm Chaser community online. Yeah. I, I swear it's not all I do, but it's all I do. And um, it's been fun and enjoyable. In fact, a lot of the stuff I'll be talking about today came from ideas uh, of discussing with them cool. as well. They they like there. It turns out there were some fans of the show in the, uh, in the Discord channel I'm in. And oh. I think we got more last night by way of chatting with them. No so. way. That's super cool. Yeah. So um, hats off to my storm track discord. Yeah. Hey, hey, storm. Hey, storm chaser boys and girls. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it's actually funny, like my my little brother and his fiance who they had to push their wedding back. I know a lot of people have been having to do that. They had theirs is mm-hmm. now I got to change the date invitation a while back, which is I thought was super Dude. clever. But apparently, like right now, the wedding industry, that's like a super popular thing right now is making like clever, jokey ones of like, oh, whoops, different date now. Um, but yeah, they're yeah. pushing theirs till uh, January second, the day after New Year's. So um, oh, excited to see how that goes. That'll be a fun way to celebrate. Yeah. Um, but I mentioned that because they went and saw so the drive-in theater. There's one like about 45 minutes from us, um, mm-hmm. and it is open. Um, and so they were able to go and see Twister in theaters um, in a drive-in, a which is so oh, drive in, so I mean, rad. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think they, they have, like, a thing where you can, like, pay five bucks or something like that, and you can bring in your own food. So I think they paid the extra five and brought in, like, a Casey's Pizza or something like that, like, true Americana. <laughs> so Do you know the, the best movie I saw to drive in uh, in, in the mid-2000s was uh, the Tom Cruise uh, War of the Worlds? Oh, that would be good. Okay. I think you are going to say and Mission you know, Impossible, but, and I was like, yeah. No, no, no. No, but it was, it was great because uh, it was in Texas. And while I was watching it at the drive-in, of course, if you remember, a lot of the alien ships, like, they would create, like, electricity and stuff. Mm -hmm. It happened during – I was watching it during a thunderstorm. I was like, I'm – freaked the hell out right now it was it was awesome though yeah and i yeah i think that's why twister was so good for it because i i always joke yes. about that scene in twister yes. when just like oh, like surprise tornado just came out of nowhere <laughs> just like shit happens like that though yeah. even the chase i was on a few weeks ago I was like there's a tornado and then i pulled over i was like oh no there's another tornado it's just it's just right right on my face oh so. we're in danger um so yeah so hey guys i i don't you know i know we we barely i lightly touched on it last week about my excitement about doing a new podcast so i did want to give a quick plug we have not released um our first episode this yet on this yet i think we're currently planning on next weekend um recording our first episode but uh we officially chose our name which is daring adventures uh podcast which honestly like we were thinking we'd been talking and spitballing names for like a full calendar day and we finally landed on that because we were just so stunned that there were no podcasts by that name (laughs) 
Well, there it is. And you the, have a good <laughs> See, this is this is podcast number daring, three for you, right? Yeah, yeah. Daring Adventures uh, actual play. It'll be actual play in D D podcast. They might later on do other stuff and maybe other character, other actors or whoever might be on it, but. At first, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast we will be doing, so it's super exciting for me because it's something I've always liked, I've always been excited to do. And you can check us out on Twitter right now at Daring Pod. That's D A R I N G P O D. And so, I will be doing no new podcasts ever Lisa's, because I have no time. Lisa's <laughs> podcast will consist of her not allowing children to die <laughs> under her care. So I'll um, do my best. Yes. So. Um, as always, we have a couple of things from the 90s we'd like to bring to you guys. Um, so before and we, I, and then we'll of course have the court case in the second half, but Lisa will be going first. So what do you got? So I'm going to preface this by saying that I'm pretty sure I've covered this previously in an episode, but it was not in the same way. Um, I got the idea, like I said, I was, I was talking to the Stormtrack Discord last night about the show and talking to them about topics we talked about mm-hmm. and things that we have and have not talked about. And I actually gave them a choice of what I was covering today, and they chose this over something else. Wow. And so, um, like I said, I think I've covered this song in a poetic lyric reading in, in an early episode. I couldn't find it, but the video itself deserves a tremendous amount of attention. And I'm covering today... Oh, pause. You have to pause at some point. There we go. Um, I gave the Stormtrack Discord the choice between this and another video, which I'll hold and maybe cover on a much later date because that's too many music videos in a row. But, sure. um, but Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun. Holy crap, Andy. Melting dolls and shit just so good it's what i what i can best describe it as is um an apocalyptic fever dream um (laughs) with like the most unsettling music ever i don't think there are any minor chords or anything but it's just like it's it's just fucking eerie chris cornell is on his eerie game like whoa and this was the song came out in june 94 so the single in the video came out in june 94 so we were technically eight Mm. i thought we were nine we were eight and so this was the third single from Soundgarden's album, Super Unknown. And the video, like I said, is showing like the apocalypse occurring in this crazy suburban neighborhood with white people featuring the freakiest grins. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. You remember. The Bridge Farm remembers. Oh, I remember. You remember. Just fucking creepy as hell. And it just stays with you forever. And so like their grins are all smudged and like oversized. Like they, they, they like kind of smear them up and over. In, which is kind of freaky for and like kind of wild for '94, if I'm being totally honest. I don't. Um, but this was all shot with with like them in that neighborhood, and then Chris Cornell and the band are like out in a field somewhere else. And so some of you remember this video, and if you don't remember it, let me bring back to you to the top of your mind the some characters that were in the neighborhood that were super fucking creepy. So there's like the older woman in all red who's like smearing red lipstick over and over again on her lips while she's got the like shimmy belt that's supposed to be an exercise belt going uh all the while some sweaty dude is doing push-ups on her floor you remember i mean honestly like like thinking about some horror movies that have been made since then like Mm -hmm. it really that's really pretty dead on with just like the deranged insane bad guys in a movie or something like that just like yes 
It just this entire neighborhood. It's it's almost like um, if you dropped acid and watched the neighborhood from um, Edward Scissorhands. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is yes. very similar to, to Edward Scissorhands. I'd say yes. Yeah, so you've got that chick with the red lipstick. You got the two boys who are setting small insects on fire with a magnifying glass. The weird snake lady who's like sunbathing in the backyard and has like a snake tongue that grabs a fly. Uh, the little girl who's eating ice cream and barbecuing a Barbie doll. Sure. Barbecue doll, as you do. I think, what girl I think didn't the barbecuing of the doll is the scene, is the one that I remember the most of, of that video. Yes. With her like eating the ice cream and then slopping it out of her mouth. Yeah. I, just, yeah, I mean, just like whenever shit. whenever somebody says that, I just always think of a melting doll. Like, I don't know why that's like the first thing that comes to my head when you say Black Hole Sun. Because you're Andy Clodfilter. Because I'm Andy Clodfilter. Andy Clodfilter. And I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> it's Yep. Uh, the mom is in the kitchen. She's chopping up a live fish with her horrible grin. And then there's like a family. It's like a mother and son sitting on the couch watching moths fly around while the dad is like one inch from the screen with a horrible grin. And then my favorite, whom I always forget about, because I think they were only in one, maybe two shots, was the creepy couple in the red bathroom with the giant Great Dane in the bathtub with her. Um, well, that's fun. That's totally normal. <laughs> that's this fun neighborhood stuff. is totes normie. So all the totes all the normie. while, totes normie. All the while, these characters are being like total fucking creeps. The sun becomes a black hole, and it starts sucking everything and everybody up into it. While Chris Cornell screams like, "Black hole, sun! Black hole, sun! Won't you go?" And it's like it's yes. it's it's a mind fuck to say the least. And he just says it over and over again. You're like, I'm gonna die right now. Like, so it feels like the song was really like at least this music video because sometimes you make a song and then you make a music video that almost has a different point than the yes. actual song itself. But like it feels like the video is just like. Well, we need to have a point to Black Hole Sun, so why don't we just say that we fucking hate everything and we want it all to die because everything is the worst. Yep. Look at all these yep. fucks. We need to kill them all. <laughs> just kill them. I think I read on the Wikipedia page that this was like one of the only videos that Soundgarden liked, and I think they gave pure control to the director. I want to say that's what I read. I could be wrong, but mm -hmm. um, the song is incredible. It has some of the best guitar riffs you've ever heard. Good guitar solos. Um, doo doo. Do, like the drumming is good and ah do, do, I do love do, I do, do love you how that? you're like you're like I love these guitar riffs and then immediately do a drum beat. I'm gonna spit out my water. This is my speciality um, of knowing what instruments are. Did you hear how good are. of a drummer I was? You yeah, have you no nailed idea. it. I'm such a good drummer. Do do do. I'm really good at this. But Black Hole Sun. I mean, if you if even if even if that particular band that genre was not your cup of tea, you remember that video if you saw it even once. It stays with you like like a weird like Lyme disease. It's just with you. It's forever. just like Lyme disease. The <laughs> This music video. The Lisa Monahan story. The Lisa Monahan story. <laughs> so, just like Lyme disease. But I just, I don't know. I just needed to bring it up. Didn't need to spend too much time on it. I just needed you guys to remember Black Hole Sun. No, thank you. I like, and that's, that's one of those songs that, like, there are certain songs that are absolutely, um, absolutely, like, truly nostalgic 90s. I mean, like, that, that song is, is up on the top of the list. I mean, Blind Melon, No Rain is obviously one of those two. I mean, there's a lot of songs that, for me, are are so reminiscent, like just kind of encapsulate the '90s, which I mean, we'll talk about Blind Melon, No Rain at some point too. But, but that was oh just boy. another example. That's of, gonna have to be all you, because I hate that. Song. That sounds like sounds about right for us. Is one song that you absolutely love, and I'm like, it's pretty good. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh boy, I uh, yeah. 
So, well, good. I, I appreciate you bringing that up, and I'm, I'm excited to hear uh, everything about uh, your feelings on that because I definitely had my own experience, and it sounds like it's pretty similar, just or- utter horror about it. So Utter horror, yep. So, gang, since we're on the topic of weird, crazy things... <laughs> Ooh. Um, I brought a, a weird, crazy thing, and here's the thing: we we were talking about doing a full episode on um, on a couple shows. I'm just talking about one episode, so don't worry. Um, oh, we will okay. Prob- this is a show that we'll probably cover in the future for a court case. But um, there was different shows back in the '90s that, for some reason, like a lot of shows, especially kids shows in the 90s that they were like we need to have and we've actually talked about some in the past we need to have an anti-drug episode right like an anti like drug anti-sex like some sort of psa Mm -hmm. episode i don't know i'm guessing it's the network that says like hey we have to have this or something like that and they get pushed into it this is one that is actually an anti-alcohol episode and okay. I had I didn't know that those existed, but it's fuck. When I saw I watched it, it's basically just it's technically part of an episode. It's like a like a seven minute like short or whatever during the episode. Like it might be you know I don't know how long the episode was in general for this, but Tiny Toon Adventures. What? In the nineties, had an episode called One Beer, or at least a <gasps> short within an episode called One Beer. Dude. And when I was looking up, like, I, because I just, usually when I'm looking up things, I just look like weird 90s blah, like weird 90s t- TV episode, I think was what I looked up. And yeah. they had like 30 different episodes there, like, you wouldn't believe this was actually an episode. And of course, this one, of course, of course caught my eye because it just sounded terrific. Because um, some things are just weird, like, just because they creatively thought it'd be interesting. This is one where it was just like they knew exactly what they were doing. They came out, and I will give them credit. They did almost make a joke out of the fact that hey, we have to do this. This is weird, but here it is. So let me go through just a description of this episode. So the episode starts, and the characters on scene are Buster Bunny, Plucky Duck, and Hampton J. Pig. Okay. And Buster Bunny immediately is opening the fridge. He's like, what do you guys want? We got some milk, juice, or a cold one. <laughs> oh, boy. Just immediately. And Buster starts acting like a real hardcore ball buster. And it's basically like saying, well, those guys are pussies. Um, and he's and they're like, Jesus fucking Buster, what's your what's your problem? And he's like, I know this isn't like me, but this is the episode. This, this, but this episode I'm supposed to, we're supposed to be showing the dangers of alcohol. And they're like, That's oh. what he says? Yeah, he says that in, in the episode. I love that. Um, so they all go to this random park bench with this singular bottle of beer. Um, they're arguing back and forth about who's going to take the first drink. And finally, they all end up taking a swig and are immediately drunk. <laughs> of course. Obviously. Sm- That's exactly how it works. That's how it works. Smash cut to them at the school, at the uh, the Acme Academy or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Possibly the same day, hammered, drunk, wearing trench coats, and looking sketchy as fuck. Wearing trench coats. Yes. They all suddenly like turn to look like they have just been lifelong alcoholics, like just skid row bums. Um and then they're like, oh, hey, look at those babes. And there's like like uh, some of the like other female characters are walking out and they're like, gross, you guys stink. And uh, so they all leave school and literally uh, go to like some street and plop down in a gutter of the street and are drinking their beer, which I think, of course, the, you know, in a gutter is supposed to be the, the joke in there. But so they're just sitting yeah. in a gutter drinking this beer. Immediately then Plucky d- then decides they should steal a cop car. 
Oh my god! Because he's so Andy, hammered. What are you? Oh my god! So obviously they do, and are obviously fucking shit up. Buster, hey Plucky, how does it feel to be DWI? <laughs> and even explains what DWI stands for. He's like, he's like DWI, and he's like driving while intoxicated. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is the worst thing I've yeah. ever heard. Plucky turns on cruise control Painful. and just chills, thinking it's an autopilot. Um, they almost die several times, like like going down like a, a subway, like and all this different stuff. And finally, like they're heading out of town and are going up this winding mountain, like up and up and up and up. And finally, Buster looks ahead, who's not driving, Plucky's driving. He's like, what's that sign? And they're like, danger, road out. Um, and Plucky says... That's not a very good sign. Like, not like, and the funny thing was the way he said it was not like, that's not a good sign. Like, oh no, we're in trouble. But like, that sign's bad. Everybody <laughs> says, like, that's a bad sign. And then they go plummeting thousands of feet to the earth, and there's a graveyard below them. The car crashes to the ground and goes into the ground beneath, like, right in front of this giant tombstone. Um, and then the beer comes flying out of the thing, and then it's just. A picture of a tombstone and a beer bottle. Um, and that's it. All of them are dead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't. That's it. That's how it is. And then, and the, no, no, no. But then, in fairness, then they, after, the, after that, they show the three characters walking off set. Um, you, think, you think the kids got the message? And then Plucky's like, yeah, drinking is uncool. And then Buster's like, see, do you think we get to do a funny episode tomorrow? And then that's the end. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, ne- I I watched Tiny Toons. I don't remember that at all. Or maybe I saw it once and I was like, this is whack and buried it in my kid brain. <laughs> Never to come back to it. Unbelievable. So Unbelievable. then, okay, so I just read, I was reading up on the, the Wikipedia for, like, the different series or whatever. Like, so volume three is when this episode was included. So I'm not sure what year that was, but... It was volume three, Crazy Crew Rescues, came out in, uh, it was released on DVD format in a big um, launch in 2013. So, like, much, much later they released it as kind of like a huge package deal. Um, Aside from trailers, um, the previously banned episode, Elephant Issues, is included in this set. Initially, when the set was announced, the content list did not contain the episode due to its controversial one beer segment. Um, so I don't know if this episode was banned at some point or what happened, but like it apparent, I'm guessing is a high chance that this episode did not air very many times <laughs> when it originally came out. Um, so yeah, so it, it was eventually though, if you ever wanting to watch it, um, not only can you watch it, um, on YouTube, but you can also buy this entire set volume three and watch this wonderful beer episode. Unreal. I mean, I I have to give them credit. Obviously, in the 90s, everyone was pretty gung-ho about trying to make sure that kids were safe and staying away from drugs and alcohol. I mean, how many times did we all graduate there? So many times. How many times? I thought I just did it once. I don't know. I I don't know. I I feel like Dare was like, we're going to start this in the second grade to make sure you weird Catholic school kids aren't like doing hardcore drugs. You're like, I'm not. And then by fourth grade, they're like, are you still not? The sixth grade, checking in one more time. It's like... <laughs> Just checking in, making sure you're okay. Guys, I'm only doing this for the free shirt. I love your free shirts. That's I the did, only reason why I'm doing this. I did win a dare medal. A dare medal? Yeah. How do you win a dare medal? I don't know the answer to that, but I do know that like at the end there were multiple people, like maybe like four people who received medals in our entire class. And <laughs> 
I received one. I don't know why I received one. I know that one of the people who received it, like everyone at that time thought was like a huge stoner or something like that. I mean, we had that. I don't think any of us knew what that meant. We just, I think he probably smoked cigarettes or something like that. And so we're like, thought it was hilarious that he won. Um, yeah. But yeah, like we all got medal. Like a few of us got medals for, I don't know, because we asked a lot of questions or what. But I think they were just like, these kids seem really, they seem to get it. <laughs> You look at the medal now, it's, like, most likely to be a narc. <laughs> like, Biggest I don't want narc. this medal. I don't want this medal at all. Or, like, like, oh, my gosh. Unbelievable that they give medals. I remember, yeah. like, I rem- well, I don't know. We're, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm veering off course really hard. Dare deserves its own episode in and of itself. Yeah. Um, And it probably will get its own episode. But, like, yeah, I, rem- I mean, you got to do those anti-drink. I mean, you have to get around to kids somehow. And I guess that's the way to do it is by any two but the, the, but just the entire idea was like not only like are you like these are like tiny tunes i would assume are like it's supposed to be like 10 years old maybe like the like the characters are so young and they're all drinking yeah. a beer and then they watch you watch them die from, <laughs> from, 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 from sipping drink, like, like drunk, an ounce from of beer drunk driving a cop car off a fucking cliff Oh my gosh, that's like Florida Man shit. That's not Tiny Toon shit. That was too Florida hard. Man. Tiny yeah. Florida Man. So oh my gosh. We made it. We did it. Uh, so enjoy that, everybody. Hopefully you guys will uh, actually take the time to flip over and watch that wonderful uh, majesty uh, at some point. So I'm going to. I definitely want to bring one quick thing, because we've been promising to do this every once in a while. Do have um, one Apple podcast review we wanted to read today. Um, a newer one um, that we just recently got um, that we greatly appreciate. So I do have that pulled up here. The best 90s nostalgia. Pew, 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 pew. That's a good one. That's, That's it. true. That's no, it? No, I'm kidding. Um, oh. That was the, the title. So the wording is, Andy's quirky antics and Lisa's fun banter make me smile. Oh, 90s that's court. very specific. Yeah, I know. Like my only my antics and only your banter. Like my banter is garbage, and you your antics. They're are like dumb. Lisa's antics are trash. You have some <laughs> zero out of antics. ten. Zero out of ten stars on the antics. Yeah. Uh, 90s Court is a fantastic show that takes you back to when times were great. I look forward every week for this to come out. Definitely my favorite podcast. My favorite podcast. Damn. Thank you. Can't get enough! Exclamation point. <laughs> and. Did you just? What was that? I I just did a woohoo sound. I effect. thought so. That was great. Yeah. Um. So I never got to do that. <laughs> and that is from a dear friend of ours, Afton, Lisa. Afton. Afty Wafty. So thank you, Afty Wafty. I'm are my sure are my antics better now? <laughs> you need to step up your antics game, and it's going to need a little <laughs> bit more than just a Homer Simpson woohoo. No. No, that's no, it. No, that's okay. all I got. That's what? all. That's all I got. Was that one woohoo? That one well, woohoo. If I get shut down for that one woohoo, I don't know. Yeah. So, so thank you, Afton. And again, everybody, if you guys ever want to hop in and get um, get featured on the show with a quick little shout out, um, why don't you hop on Apple Podcasts and leave us a nice five-star rating and review. Um, that way we can read your kind words on the air. So um, what do you say we take a break, Lisa? Let's do it. All right. Well, we will catch you all back after the break. Bye. Need to satisfy a hungry mind? Every week, Your Brain on Facts brings you science. Why does mint feel cold? History. King Charles II of Spain was so inbred, his family didn't bother educating him. Music. Many hit songs and even entire albums were written for revenge. 
technology. The first video game was made on an oscilloscope in 1958. And every other topic under the sun. Look for Your Brain on Facts on your favorite podcast app or at yourbrainonfacts.com. Welcome back to the show, part two. What up? Hey, Andy. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. It's so Guess good what? to We're see you doing here. This. We're so still good. here. We're still here. Do you come here often? No. No. I mean, once a week. Just once a week. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. For about an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, give or take. Depending on how, how bad many, our weeks were. How many takes yeah. we do. Obviously, Lisa and I do a lot of takes. We have to cut things out, bring things back in. Just a lot of, lot of editing that goes into this whole thing. Oh no! So what was it? Someone in the in the group last night was interested, or I think two people were interested in doing their own podcast. I think, and mm-hmm. one of them was like, "Well, what do you do if you have a if you have a mess up or you like?" I was like, "We just fucking leave that shit in. We just that's don't my, mess up, real. which is usually the number one thing I'm sure people don't always fuck just up. just don't fuck up and be awesome. Like I would say, like yeah. the number one thing for for being a podcaster is just be awesome, and you don't have to worry about everything else, and the rest will fall into place." <laughs> You don't even have to have a theme or a show name. No. Just to start talking and someone will record it. And as long just, as it's awesome, it's a podcast. Just call it, pod, just call it podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just call it podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So listen, listen, listen. We had um, a pretty serious show. I have, I honestly have not looked at the results until just now. And I am interested to see. Of oh, course see, you're I interested. I'm interested. Well, I don't know. I So last week was Real World versus Road Rules. And I have serious amnesia. People ask me what last week's episode is, or I'll look at the notes and be like, I don't remember what we talked about last week. It, my weeks are so full of snacks and kids screaming and tornadoes that I lose mm-hmm. I lose track of what's going on. But it was real world versus road rules, which is a pretty solid matchup, obviously. Facebook did not think it was such a solid match, like, fuck matchup. Like, matchup. <laughs> yeah, it's 73 to 27% uh, on uh, Facebook for real world, and then on Twitter – 63 percent to 37 percent also in favor of real world so they came in a little bit harder for you but not enough to save and thus seven strangers picked to live in a house and nothing else it wasn't interesting and nobody enjoyed it but apparently it was super interesting it's so cool it's so fun look at how look at how much anger and fighting these guys are doing no it was so interesting at the beginning Mm -hmm. like anything like, it had the honeymoon phase, and then people ruined it when you I, got to see how terrible people actually were. I hate I hate that, like, if you had Trichelle. asked me two weeks ago if I would be at all hurt by by my side losing on Road yeah. Rules versus Real World, I would have said, I could literally give less of a fuck about either of these shows. And then after watching Road Rules and falling in love, mm. um, at least with the first season, like, it, it hurts. I just feel like you guys didn't watch um, Road Rules, and, and it hurts my feelings. Well, I think we're going to have to all go back, think about what we've done, mm-hmm. watch the road rules, mm-hmm. and then realize, no, we were right. We voted correctly. Real rules still Well, won. okay. Well, all right. <laughs> Sometimes just, just shade burgers just all around, folks. Shade burgers with a side so. of shade sauce. So. <laughs> so, all right. So, anyways. Um, oh. Ding. What do we have here? <laughs> oh, my my oven that I have directly next to me. And... It looks like there's a tray, and tray? S- and something's on fire. Hold on, let me pull this out. <laughs> oh, it looks like it's a note. That shouldn't have been in the oven at all. But anyways, why did they write it with gasoline? Why did they write it? 
listen, you don't don't talk to me about science. Something just came across my desk. Don't talk to me about science. <laughs> So oh boy. anyways, uh, now that I've been on the on the past few weeks of being like, I need to have a thematic, a, th- a themed uh, something that just came across my desk for absolutely no reason. Um, we're we're bringing you what Lisa has dubbed her greatest creation. <laughs> have you seen the title of this episode yet? Bagel Bites versus Totino's Pizza Rolls. Guys, like it, it just hit me. I don't know. Was it Wednesday or Thursday? I was like, oh, my gosh. And I just like scream PM'd it to you on Facebook. <sighs> and then you. You didn't respond. I didn't respond right away. And Lisa's like, Andy, (laughs) which is funny because that's like my life with Lisa all the time is like saying things and then waiting for like half an hour for her to get back with me. So it felt so good. It's either immediate half an hour or 12 hours later. Sure. Yeah. 12 hours is definitely. Yeah. That's a hard one. More than I'd more than I'd like to admit. Um, (laughs) But yeah. But no, it was it was good. Uh, Like I was excited about it, but I just was physically I think I was watching like something on my phone or something like that, and I'm like, I, Lisa, listen, I got it. This movie is not done yet. I don't have time for your for your nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so Totina's pizza rolls versus bagel bites. Which honestly, like, I've thought about those things. Like, I mean, I've, I'm pretty sure on Twitter I've shared things like pictures of bagel bites and things like that. I just thought for sure pizza rolls were earlier than that, which technically they were before the '90s. But Totina's P- Totina's pizza rolls. Um, we're not, and Lisa found that out, and so I would like to thank her and bow graciously to her for presenting uh-huh. us with an amazing court case. Maybe not the greatest cor- court case of all time, but um, a very good but court this is case. Gonna, this is going to hurt people to choose. It is. This is like saying, which is your favorite child? Yeah. This is going to be hard, because this is... This is even if you weren't a kid in the '90s, you either baked this shit for your kids, or you can still have access to it now, even if you were born in the 2000s. So yeah. it's like this. This. No, it's I have like multi generational. Like, I have here. I have Totina's <laughs> pizza rolls in my freezer right now, so like right. we're not we're not getting too crazy. So yeah. Um. So as a result of this, I will be going first. Okay. And go ahead. Um, as a result of Lisa's request, um, she of course said we want we're going to do this. And by the way, there's no chance I'm not getting bagel bites. Which let's be let's be real. If if. If I had my druthers and choice of what I was going to do, I would have taken bagel bites as well. Despite yeah. the fact that I eat far more Totino's pizza rolls, like, easily. Like, so many more times I've eaten Totino's, and I think a lot of other people have, too. So, very quickly, I did want to play a quick audio file for you guys. Um, this is a... Okay. Um, this is a fun clip of something you guys might might or might not be familiar, familiar with from an, ep- from an episode of SNL. Um which is a fake commercial for Totina's Pizza Rolls, and it is so delightful. Oh, yes. friends love to watch the big game, but all their cheering and shouting can make them pretty hungry. That's why I love Totino's Pizza Rolls, the only game time snack that satisfies my hungry guys. My hungry guys. My hungry guys, and oh, I. The bear. reason I share that is because I have a friend um, who is freaking hilarious, and she. I, I don't remember what the reason was. I think there was some event that we were hosting, like we were on the kind of committee together or whatever, and she was just like kept, like we mentioned that we were gonna have like pizza rolls there and stuff like that, and she was just like, gotta keep him coming for my hungry guys, and that's my the only reason I know guys. about that sketch. So. Um, I thought you were going to bring up the Tim and Eric one, the revival in the 2000s or something where they're like, Totino's, Totino's, 
Everybody's talking about Tortinos. Never seen that. No, I haven't. Sorry. (sighs) I don't watch nearly as much random media as you. I watch... It's the things we just watch very different media. I'll say that. So that's fair. Yeah. Um, so Totina's pizza rolls. Just to give you a quick background um, f- of a couple things. So first off, um, of the history of the pizza roll, um, pizza rolls have technically, in some shape, 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 form, or another, have been around since eh, roughly like the 1920s, as far as like. Uh, I guess pepperoni rolls. I will say that. Pepperoni rolls were first made in. It was the closest thing you could find to a pizza roll. So there were some companies that made things like that. Different restaurants made pepperoni rolls, things like that. Um, However, in the 1960s um, was when the first pizza roll was created, which was... um, Let me see. What's the name of the company that owned this? Uh... Let's see, the original, Um, God, I'm so bad at this. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Gino's Pizza, uh, which had been a, Gino's with a J, not not the one from uh, from Chicago, um, had actually done um, a lot of stuff. um, And one of their things that they had done was kind of, they decided like, hey, like, we specialize in like egg rolls, like kind of things like that. And he said, what if we made like a pizza like egg roll? Um, so that was the original idea. And so they basically just made these tiny little egg rolls um, with pizza inside of them. And uh, he cre- that's when he created Geno's. And that was pretty much all that they did for quite some time. They made other stuff, but their big thing was the pizza roll. Um, and eventually um, Geno's was sold and bought by Pillsbury, um, who owned Totino's. And okay, that th- makes sense. And that okay. is when uh, they basically took over the production of the Totino's pizza rolls. Now, the other thing is the Totino's, um, so their history, they existed as a restaurant um, in Minneapolis back in the 50s. Yeah, too soon. <laughs> um, they were absolutely slaying it and making pizza. They made uh, crisp crust pizza, and eventually um, they sold Totino's to Pillsbury, um, where eventually it would become part of the General Mills family. Uh, originally, um, they were wanting to basically they uh, introduced the first crisp crust frozen pizza to the U.S. Um, and became the f- country's first nationally distributed pizza. So a really big deal was they were pretty much Totino's was kind of the first place that made pizza, which is ironic because they make pizza now and it's really bad. Like just like it's well, like. Is it re- it is, oh, have you, you ever tried a Totino's cr- like party pizza that's like a dollar? Like <laughs> it like if you put it in the oven and you place it on a rack and you try and pull it out, it will stick to your oven and your entire oven will be destroyed just with crumbly crust that is stuck to your fucking rack. So that is well, my you thoughts. Get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah, I know. On my one dollar pizza that I've I think I bought like twice and was like, you know what, I'm done with this. Never again. Yeah. Um, however, um, when they bought Gino's Pizza, uh, they decided they were going to broaden their product offerings. So in 1993, Gino's Pizza Rolls were rebranded as Totino's Pizza Rolls, okay. which are currently, as you might know, America's number one selling hot snack. Now, the term hot snack currently? is terrible, but they are, yes, Excuse currently me. number I was one. Say, I'm not for sale. Yeah. So I, otherwise, Lisa, say, yeah, otherwise she'd be number one. I'd be um, the number one hot snack. But yes, yeah, so so currently the number one selling selling hot snack as Lisa is not for sale. 
Um, <laughs> and in 2008, Rose Totino um, was inducted to Mini- Minnesota Inventors Hall of Fame for in- inventing frozen pizza and revolutionizing its crust. Which, honestly, that's the biggest thing I learned about this was just the fact that they invented frozen pizza, which is fucking rad um, in God general. Bless them. Thank you for your service to this great Thank country. Thank you for your service. Um, so, so, yeah, so as far as my history with pizza rolls, like I said, been a, a rich history of pizza rolls. Like, it's one of those things that, like, when I'm a kid, and we're down in the basement, like, playing video games or whatever, or, like, having a sleepover or whatever, like, one of the best things to have brought down all of a sudden is a fucking platter of just fucking cooked, baked, you know, and I say baked because there is a big difference between baked and microwaved, and I will get into that in a little bit. That is very important. Baked. Very important. Pizza rolls that have been done in a little thing, and it, they're just, like, perfectly done, like, a little bit of that, a little bit of schmeckus is kind of coming out the sides because it's unavoidable. Their smeckus is coming out the ava- about th- out the sides, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and you just fucking ravenous for that shit. It's the perfect snack, it's the perfect size, and especially like whenever you grew up, and all of a sudden you realize like how inexpensive Totino's pizza rolls were, and you're like, I just dropped five dollars, and now I've got fucking fifty of these motherfuckers, um, or even less than that sometimes, depending on where you shop. Um, you know, like four or five dollars and you have 50 of these things. You're like, I can eat for like, for like three days on this. That's not true. That is not true. Those little baby, those little baby bitch pizza envelopes. They're just little bitties. Yeah. Tiny. Like 15, like 10 or 15 for lunch. And then that is not a lunch. And then then like 30 for dinner. Yes. (laughs) So maybe like one day. Um, Very balanced. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Like these are fucking rad. I mean, they they come in so many different flavors. I will say something. I heard. I am so jealous of this, and I wish we could do this. But there was an episode of My Brother, My Brother, and B, which is one of my favorite podcasts, and I've discussed them in the past. Like early on, like in their like hundreds or something like that, they they had an episode that was sponsored by Totino's. And it was literally like a completely different episode because the entire episode was literally them talking about Totina's pizza rolls for like 45 minutes. And part (laughs) of it was that one of them was doing a Totina's pizza roll power hour, which I still think sounds like the coolest thing ever. Do you know what a power hour is? I don't. Okay. A power hour is where you eat or usually if it is a drinking thing. So usually you'd be you take a drink every every minute and you do so for 60 minutes. So, so this person ate 60 pizza rolls? Uh, well, not on air because he ended up, the episode did not go that long, and he was just, like, in pain like, or, like, hating everything. It was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Not another pizza roll. Which is hilarious because this is supposed to be, like, advertising for Totino's, and clearly it was not great because he was just like, oh, God. I mean, it's, See, but that it's just goes to show he's good, a lightweight because some people are like, I could fucking throw it down. Give me a 90-minute yeah. episode. I yeah. got you, fam. 90. Jesus. Um, so yeah, so let's, let's quickly talk about some of the flavors of pizza rolls because some of these flavors make me sad because I didn't know they existed and I want them. So there's general pepperoni. Okay. Pepperoni, the number one flavor period. Anything else is, is fine, you know, but pepperoni is the number one OG best combination. Sausage pepperoni, also a solid choice. Pretty decent. Cheese. You know what? If somebody okay. throws some cheese in there, fine. It's usually always a surprise and like a, a mouth, like a, a deception to my mouth because I'm expecting pepperoni. And all of a sudden I'm like, hey, this has no greasy flavor in my mouth. <laughs> like not nearly it's as much greasy flavor. It's just bread and cheese. Yeah. Triple meat, which I'm, I always think triple meat's always funny because depending on who you ask, it's like pepperoni, sausage, and hamburger or 
pepperoni yes. sausage and Canadian bacon. Who knows? Like, and that's the reason I'm like, stop just calling everything triple meat because nobody knows what you mean. I'm pretty sure in this situation it's hamburger, but like pepperoni sausage rat rat. There's third it. meat and mystery meat. Uh, <laughs> su- Supreme, which. I'm just going to say this. I don't know how many toppings you can fit in a pizza roll, so I've never tried Supreme, but I can only imagine it's like one other thing that's not that much different. <laughs> Triple cheese. So you get three types of cheeses, evidently. Again, not sure how much you can fit in a pizza roll. Triple pepperoni, which that's sounds good in theory, but it f- actually isn't very good because it's just too goddamn much pepperoni. <laughs> um, pepperoni and bacon. This is the one that I am like hurt that I've never seen this in my life. Like I want to try it just for the sake of, of getting that, that, that nasty meat in my mouth as soon as possible. Just dancing. The Andy Claude, the Andy Claude, the Andy Claude felt special. Get that nasty, get that meat nasty meat right in now. my mouth, dancing in cheese and sauce. <laughs> Sausage. For those of you who are just kind of like, I just like my stuff to be a little bit worse than other things, but it's sausage is good. It's fine. <laughs> it's just one of the ones where like I would never willingly sign up for sausage unless it was the only one left. Cheeseburger pizza rolls, which I'm not gonna Ooh. look at, but I hate like Casey's and places like that make pizza that's like, we decided to get rid of the marinara and replace it with ketchup, and I'm like, I don't know what you're playing at here, but that's not how pizza works. But I think you're cute. <laughs> These are the ones that are amazing to me. American Favorites and Original Mini Snack Mix. So they have these things called Snack Mixes, and apparently they're pretty new. But within these, you get your standard combination pizza roll. Okay. Cheddar Bites. Okay. Ham and Cheese Bites. Tasty. And Potato Bites, which just kind of look like hash rounds you'd get from Hardee's. No, thanks. Just, like, I don't know about having all those things together. Like, it feels weird to have them all just cooked in the same little batch. That's like the jelly, like the jelly belly grab bag of, of like, jelly yeah. beans. Yeah. Like, I don't want this. I, I just wanted one, like, like, like 6,000-piece root beer float bag. I didn't <laughs> want, like, sour apple also in there. Why would yeah. you do this? And mint. Um, and mint. Ugh. Yeah, and then mini snack mix, which is um, pepperoni rolls, mozzarella cheese sticks, Cheesy marinara bites, which I again, what is a cheesy marinara bite but a cheese, a cheese pizza just, roll? Yeah. And then the other one is garlic bread bites. Ooh. So like those, honestly, like I would fuck up both of those real bad, like right now. <laughs> uh, mini snack bites pizza rolls, which apparently they're just like you guys want your pizza roll vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course they have their various Totinos party pack uh pizza party uh party pizzas um and party packs and things like that which again like I just you could literally eat any other pizza like I appreciate that you were the first but you are this is this is the it's last not, straw it's not we can't so do good. It anymore. Yeah. So here's my my feelings on microwave versus oven, okay? Okay. I've seen a lot of of cute memes a lot of people saying things about how, like, memes that'll be, like, uh, pizza rolls cooked versus pizza roll. It'll be, like, a picture of, like, some really very refined person, and then next to them would be some piece of fucking garbage. Like, the same person, but, like, in garbage clothes. Um, okay. And be a p- pizza, uh, pizza rolls microwave. So, I don't know what fucking aristocrat house you were raised in. Um, you fucking, fucking monsters who want to judge people like me who microwave pizza rolls because 
I don't know about you, but I don't have fucking time to cook fucking pizza rolls. And when I'm getting pizza rolls, it's not because I'm thinking, hey, what a wonderful, delicious cooked meal that I'm making here. Let's drop 15 minutes and another five minutes fucking preheating the oven. No, motherfucker. I want these motherfuckers to go in a minute and a half. I don't care if they're soft and nasty and kind of not that great. I want them in my mouth and I want calories for lunch. I don't have time for this horseshit. Yes, everybody knows that cooking pizza rolls in the oven is superior, but frankly, ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, if you do, good for you. That's cool that you have that extra time to do that. But most of the time, for me, Andy Clodfelter, who is cooking for one all the time, because uh, I'm so lonely and it hurts so bad. So, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That this is, this is I, getting what? to a dark place. It's getting to a dark place, y'all, and you all brought me here with your fucking judgment of my pizza roll habits. Is listen, okay, it is so true that it is a completely cosmically different experience eating the pizza rolls from the oven on that tray, okay? I get yes. it, but like sometimes you just gotta you gotta microwave them and it's not it's not bad. Like compared to most things that have microwavable options, these are fine in the microwave. You just tear them and, and you just tear open you tear the side open like a, you're opening a fucking letter. Um, like you, you pull it open a little bit, let it, let it cool off a little bit, and then just kind of just lap up that inside that inside goo, like oh some gosh, kind of psychopath. This is graphic. Yeah. So graphic. I will tell you this: I have eaten Totino's pizza rolls in a million different ways, a million different approaches, and sometimes just tearing off the sides, like as a letter, is the best way to go about making sure that you don't just get an explosion of fucking magma in your mouth, because frankly, everybody's had that experience, yes. and it's a horror show. Um, and unlike, uh, it's, it's nasty cousin, it's ugly cousin hot pockets, which Lisa said, like, are you sure you don't want to just do hot pockets? And I'm like, no, I don't want to do hot pockets instead. Like there is, they're an irredeemable hell beast from the depths of, of, uh, of They're not though. The pizza bagel, the pizza hot pockets were fucking rad. So were the ham and cheese ones. I lived on that shit for a while in college. Yep. Oh, yeah, in college. And it showed. It showed. (laughs) Important detail. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so I will just say they are much better at not about, like, yes, the inside can be cold sometimes in these, but not nearly as much as Hot Pockets because it's just the size is so much smaller. There's a lot less room for error versus a Hot Pocket, which, like, the very middle. You can be so content with the pizza roll and then you get to the middle or with a Hot Pocket and then be like, "Mm, I've made a mistake. I I have to go and microwave this a little bit more. Do you think people are still buying hot pockets? Yeah, there can't be. We're who are Lisa, these people? You live in a you live in a land of garbage people, and ourselves included. You know for a fact people. America like or them. Texas? What specifically <laughs> well, are you referencing? Listen, here? <laughs> I mean America, yes, I, but yes, Texas, it certainly as well. Um, okay, it's certainly on that list. Um, so, as far as um, as far as the debate between these two. Here is the reason why I would say Totina roll should be Totina's pizza roll should be the victor, is because I fucking love bagel bites. They are terrific. They are one of the greatest things to put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they still make them where they have they come in these little like packs of nine where they have like on the, like you open it up and there's that kind of like semi metallic. It's obviously the not crisping metallic, tray. The crisping yeah. tray. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of places that have stopped making those, and I think it's weird, like, different things that they just... I was wondering if maybe it was a fire hazard or something, so they stopped, but that was a fucking brilliant idea. The problem is, this basically, the same cost to buy fucking nine bagel bites is roughly how much you would expect to pay for 50 
fucking pizza rolls. That's a and good it is, point. It is yeah. unspeakable how much of a cost difference there. Yes, you are going to taste the difference for sure, but not to the degree of like I can make two meals out of this, these pizza rolls versus like I ate these bagel bites and I'm still hungry very much so right now at lunch. So that is my case for pizza roll. They are they they care about the little guy, unlike your fucking arist- aristocracy bagel bites that just think that everybody's fucking loaded. Um, go bagel bites. I mean, go go pizza rolls. Fuck. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. So that's up. the end of my case. <laughs> go bagel bites. Oh shit! I mean, go pizza rolls. <laughs> um. Oh, fuck. Food on a bagel. You can eat pizza anytime. Pizza. I forgot about that theme song because I've sung it so many times at different times in my life, and I just forgot until this moment again that that was a thing. God damn it. (laughs) Pizza! (laughs) Oh, boy. Bagel bites. That's the end of my court case. No, I'm kidding. I have more to say. Um, Listen, we all know that we love bagel bites, right? But pizza. Pizza. Bagel bites were created. Wait, 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 hold on. We need to talk history before we get down to the brass tacks about the deliciousness that are bagel bites, okay? So, bagel bites were created by two tennis pl- tennis partner dudes from Fort Myers, Florida, a town I have been to. I uh, thank you. Bob M- Mosher and Stanley Garchinsky, Jarkinsky. I am not good at names like that. They were created by them in 1985, and they knew that in spite of whatever monster they were going to be making, that they needed teeny tiny butthole bagels that didn't exist yet. Wait. So before they made anything, they're like, we're not sure what we're going to do with these, but we know we're going to base it on tiny butthole bagels. Exactly. They're like, whatever we're doing, it needs a solid foundation. And that foundation is a tiny pig butthole. And it is a bagel. <laughs> and that's what we're starting. So you get a it good foundation. A tiny pig butthole. Tiny, tiny pig butthole. Now you're, gonna, you're never going to look at a bagel bite the same. You'd be like, well, tear that butthole up. All right. So they made them and they they were like they that didn't exist yet so they commissioned uh, a a bagel company called Landers to make them so they got their little butthole bagels and they were like you know what i think we've got something big i think they said like within the first year they hit a million dollars in sales and it was just them and then they got bought by they bought out in, in 1987 and then in then that company was bought out by Heinz in 1991, who started selling them under the brand Orida. Orida. Mm-hmm. And so that's – and then before they started targeting, like, tweens and kids like that, like, they were going after moms to be like, this is a wholesome butthole bagel. Like, you could feed your kid this this wholesome butt. <laughs> you, can, so, you guys can eat this butthole at church. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. So they were like, yeah, that's that's – that's what that – yeah, you can take this butthole to church. Take this butthole to church. <laughs> so, just just eat it. Eat it. Also, a side note, apparently Bagel Bites ran a smear ad at one point against Totino's Pizza Roll saying that your cheese was bullshit and that Bagel Bites used real people, human cheese. I mean, they're pro- I, I, don't, I don't think probably Totino's came back. I mean, you're right. but like They're like, no, you're right. We're trash. We know it. You can <laughs> buy 50 it. of them for 25 cents. Please <laughs> take our, our, our brown envelopes of shame <laughs> and stuff them down your gullet. So... We've talked about the history briefly about bagel bites. What's more to know about that? Now we need to talk about the, the bagel bite itself. Okay, so the bagel bite is akin to Earth, if you will. 
in what? so many ways. It has a big crunchy crust. Mm-hmm. Okay, big crunchy butthole crust. Well, and then it has a molten core made out of hell marinara lava, just well. like Earth. And just like Earth, the bagel bite is also covered in tasty cheese. <laughs> so Lisa, that's not I, exactly. I, I couldn't help. But, I couldn't help but find that none of those things were true. <laughs> How dare you? Our Earth is filled with marinara sauce. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. Ask NASA. They know. So really, but really at the end of the day, aside from being all aside from being tiny little pepperoni earths, what it actually is is just a nuclear pepperoni weapon that despite being delicious, is also hell bent on destroying the roof of your mouth. So yes. they come in boxes of nine, Sometimes. eighteen, and seventy two if you buy from Costco, which I have not seen and I need to buy. Legendary. I don't need to buy. I don't need to buy, but I need to buy. Legends so, have told of their 72 packs. It's true. And and let's also be honest that those sizes, respectively, are also labeled <laughs> what I'm eating while waiting for my 18-piece pack to cook, which is the 9-piece. Uh, the 18-piece mm-hmm. is the, finally, this will be my lunch. And then the, oh, God, how is this pandemic still going? This is my life now, the 72-piece. Yes box so um if you recall the jingle pizza in the morning pizza in the evening pizza at supper time um is from a song from 1957 by the mcguire sisters called sugar time so you can look that up it's a song they basically stole it there you are um but also that jingle is trying to tell you that you can have pizza for breakfast which is false you yep. cannot. I mean, you can if it's leftover pizza from the day before, but you're not going to like, it's not 7.15 in the morning and you're not preheating the oven to be like, come children, let's have some wholesome bagel butts. Even as a kid, I thought that was fucking sketchy as fuck. Like, I remember even thinking like, this is not a breakfast food. It's not. It never was. Never and I'm like nine and even have that fucking like, <laughs> like, like, I put my foot down here, motherfucker. This is not yeah. breakfast. It's not. It's not fucking breakfast. No matter what you do, I believe I read that they started their own breakfast options at some point. Yes, Bagel Bites also makes breakfast Bagel Bites, which include bacon and cheese, which I could get mm-hmm. down with, bacon, egg, and cheese, mm. bacon, sausage, and cheese, mm. and sausage, egg, and cheese. Okay. So before we move on too far, we need to talk about the original flavors of Bagel Bites. And you've got cheese and pepperoni, mm-hmm. three cheese, which is mm-hmm. is your mom like does not like you. Um then there's just cheese, which is what I'm sorry. That's the one. If your mom doesn't like you, yeah. she got three cheese. You're you're on thin ice. You get this one so, cheese: sausage and pepperoni, Solid. mozzarella cheese, mm-hmm. supreme, which I don't think I've ever seen. Hold on, back up. Mozzarella cheese? Is it just cheese? It must be. That's what. Because what saying. makes it different than the cheese one? <laughs> well, don't forget we use real cheese, which is not mozzarella cheese, and then you get real mozzarella cheese later if you pay a dollar more a box. I bet. <laughs> But Andy, Andy, they apparently have one called Extreme Nacho. What? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to figure like this out. Like nacho cheese, or is it like a nacho? Like it has like nacho stuff on it. I hope nacho cheese. I don't know what it is. Um, we'll have to look this up. Let's see, Bagel Bites Extreme Nachos. Ah, I should have looked this up. Extreme. Why can I not spell Extreme Nacho? I can't, I didn't spell any of that right. I have such fat fingers sometimes. Extreme beef nacho. I don't okay. nacho cheese sauce with beef crumble, red and green peppers, and mozzarella cheese. Okay, if you say so. But listen, listen. I distinctly remember biting into these little flaming hot pizza buttholes, 
and how it was the perfect sensory snack. Was it not, Andy? It was. So, because you've got you've got the amazing hearty crunch of the bagel when cooked properly. Okay, mm-hmm. you've got the the bagel itself. The marinara sauce was just barely seasoned, perfect for like the pickiest kid mm-hmm. in your family. And then the Me. sauce was tucked in nicely with a nice sheet, just tucked in on the sides of mozzarella. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe mozzarella. I don't know. And then sprinkled with tiny pepperoni presents. So. <laughs> Tiny pepperoni, pepperoni presents. Tiny pepperoni presents. Yeah, I've always like wanted, a- like, I always think it's funny, like, like uh, different things, like Tombstone Pizza, for example. I don't know if you ever had their pepperoni pizza. You know Tombstone? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Like, where they have, yeah. like, pepperoni, where they have not only the big flat pepperoni, but they're like, no, you also get those little baby those little baby chunks in there, too. Little chunks. And, like, Why and it, chunks? it feels like that it's an underutilized thing of the pepperoni chunks um, that... I always, um, that's the reason, like, I love Tombstone, for example, because they got them little baby chunks. Little baby chunks of pepperoni, little mm-hmm. tiny, well, now you see them as pepperoni presents. Pepperoni presents. So, in spite of all this, things can go terribly wrong very quickly if you weren't paying attention to your bagel bites while they were cooking. So, for mm-hmm. instance, if in the oven, if you undercooked them, you ended up with a wet, soggy butthole, like a loaf of bread that God. was tossed unceremoniously Damn into it. the Hudson. Am I right? Yes, right. but why? Okay. Okay, so, but worse, if you overcook them, you end up with a combo that would put Ryu to shame. And that would be the overcooked crunchy bagel would turn immediately to shrapnel. Holy Which shit. would shred the roof of your mouth at the exact moment that the liquid hot lava marinara would also adhere to the roof of your mouth and ruin your ability to consume anything for the next six days. So Combo the, breaker. Yeah, it would just, just shred, shredder the fucking roof of your mouth while the marinara sauce is like acid being thrown into, like battery acid into your mouth. It was, but if you, and, and like, I would say Orida was partially to blame for this because they say bake for 16 minutes at 425 and then let, st- let stand for one minute as if a sea of tasty molten Satan lava <laughs> that could ever be tamed. That will not save you. You can, well, 60 <laughs> seconds cannot tame it. You need at least like a solid five and like <laughs> like a like a box fan blowing on it the entire time to not die. How many of us have deteriorated taste buds because of bagel bites, because of not being patient enough? You bite it, it adhered to the roof of your mouth like wood glue. It was just there. It's but like it was tasty. Yeah, they definitely need to have like some 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 attorney ads like have you, you had your taste buds destroyed by good bagel bites, you may be entitled to compensation. The compensation is correctly cooled. <laughs> Bagel <Yes>. bites. <laughs> That's all you get. Um, I just remember like watching Snick and like sitting down with a plate full of maybe nine, maybe more if I were feeling extra fat that night and just like slamming Bagel Bites before the theme song to Clarissa Explains It All was even done. Hey, cool. All right, all right. Na, na, Bagel Bites. Eat um up. No, 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 no. <laughs> My mouth hurts. Tears. <laughs> My mouth hurts. I have no friends, but I have bagel bites. So, um, listen, bagel bites, delicious. I was talking to my husband about this case last night, and I was like, I really want you to go to the store and buy a box of each so that I can taste test them before the show. Mm-hmm. And we have not done that yet. So I think I know what we're doing Lisa. this week. I know. So you can report back to no one. <laughs> to no one. Be like, I report back to my... My stomach. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I haven't had a bagel. I, I haven't had either in decades at this point. Um, and it's like, 
easy. I've definitely not disappointed. Prepare well, but but well, yeah, probably. But I think bagel bites I could fuck with, like like yeah. once once more, you know. I think I could fuck with bagel bites. Like like an like an old ex that you know you shouldn't be meeting up with. You're like I should like we can have coffee, sure. Like this was a mistake. I should have never seen you again. <laughs> out of body experience, watching yourself walking towards them, like what like, what is happening? Why am I this, this way? Like you haven't changed at all. I have changed so much, and yet I still can't. <laughs> can't I still stop. I'm still so drawn to you. Um, so bagel bites, guys. Uh, you want a little little butthole pizza, or do you want a little USPS postage envelope? Postage envelope of pizza sauce. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. That was definitely uh god, I need Eye-opening? to get some I need to eat some like they there really need to be more restaurants that sell bagel pizzas. Like I know like they have them in like bigger cities, but like I can't believe no like chain restaurant has like I'm sure they'll somebody be like, "Well, technically, like that they don't yeah. have that as an option of like full ass bagel pizzas cuz that would be delicious." Um anyways, mm-hmm. I digress. So that's the end of our court case, everybody. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, of course, as always, you guys will have the opportunity to vote throughout the week. Tell us, what made your heart sore? <laughs> In more ways than one. I was going to say S-O-R-E. S-O-R-E. Yeah. Um, so let me go ahead and take us out here with the where to find us. So if you would like to vote, tell us what you guys think. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter at 90s Court. Uh, check us out on IG, as always, at 90s.court. Uh, if you want to subscribe and be a, f- be a friend of our uh, show, uh, you can check us out on patreon.com slash 90scourt and check out some of the fun features you guys can get from being a patron. Um, and as always, as we mentioned, leave us a nice five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We may, review your, your, uh, we may read your review in a future episode. So... Thank you guys again so much for hopping in and l- listening to us for 40 episodes. Uh, still pretty wild to think. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, plus, it- plus more if you count the recess episodes. Yeah. So te- technically, yeah. I think we got like 45 uh, eps, maybe even more, because we did like a bonus episode once of just the recap of 2019 and everything too. So, mm-hmm. um, so did you have any uh, remarks before we depart, Lisa? Pizza! My hungry guys. My hungry guys. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Stay rad.